Well, welcome to Christmas Eve Eve, everyone. I wonder how you're feeling right now. One more day and we've got Christmas Eve and then the big day is here. A very difficult year has overshadowed perhaps what we would traditionally do at Christmas. For some it will be very different, for others not so much. And we will all experience all kinds of emotions over the next few days, I'm sure. But in the midst of all that's going on around us, let's look to the real meaning of Christmas. A saviour bringing peace. May we all catch some of that peace in the next few days. Our reading today is from John chapter 2, verses 13 to 22. Jesus clears the temple. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts he found people selling cattle, sheep and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered that it is written, zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then responded to him, what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, it has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you are going to raise it in three days? But the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, Kate Hughes um, has entitled today's reflection, Believing Jesus. And her key verse is verse 22. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. So she says, the temple in Jerusalem was the centre of the Jewish religion. It was the place where prayer was offered daily to God, where people went on pilgrimage at the great festivals, where people sorted out their relationship with God through offering sacrifice in repentance or thanksgiving. The local synagogue was the place for weekly prayer and teaching. Only in the temple could the essential sacrifices be offered. Over the years, supporting businesses had grown up, providing the animals needed for sacrifice and coins to pay for them that did not show the image of a heathen god. All this brought noise and the busyness of a marketplace to the temple and destroyed the atmosphere of prayer that should have been there. Pictures of today's incident often show Jesus as angry, lashing out with his robe. But perhaps, like some of the earlier prophets, he was primarily acting out a truth. The old system of sacrifice had outlived its usefulness. People no longer needed to offer sacrifice in order to relate to God. Jesus himself was the way to God. Believing what Jesus said, believing what Jesus did, seeing his death and resurrection as the final sacrifice that replaced the old system, so that there was no longer any need for a temple building and a system of repeated sacrifices. 
That is what his actions in the temple represent. And for thought for the day, she says, In what way do the life and death of Jesus make temple sacrifices unnecessary? That's a good essay question, isn't it? In what way do the life and death of Jesus make temple sacrifices unnecessary? Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, that through the one final sacrifice of your Son, we can always come to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our parish prayers today, we are praying for church growth. And so, I'll say the church growth prayer. God of mission, who alone brings growth to your church, send your Holy Spirit to give vision to our planning, wisdom to our actions, and power to our witness. Help our church to grow in numbers, in spiritual commitment to you, and in service to our local community. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And for the streets today, we pray for Sunnybank Street, the Banks, the Canal Basin, the Hollies, the Meadows, Timmy Lane, Tower Hill and Town Hall Court. Lord, we pray that for so many out there, and particularly on these roads today, that they might know that they do not have to um, come bearing sacrifices to meet with you or be anything but themselves. Lord, we pray that you and something of the spirit of Christmas will touch these homes this year. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And so as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so... May God strengthen us according to the gospel. May the proclamation of Jesus dwell in our hearts and in our lives. And may the power of the Holy Spirit be with us now and evermore. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. So until tomorrow, everyone, Christmas Eve, um, I'll say bye for now.